Hey, hey, hey. Hola. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on Drag, Drag Race, Race España. España. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT Podcast. Clink. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome um, back. I have to be. I have to confess, Tom. I feel like it's been so long. It has since we have done España. It's, it's only been a week, really. But so much has happened in that week. In the Drag Race Down Under has come to an end. Um, although you know that episode was before España last week. It's like the aftermath of that and stuff. And um, Drag Race All Stars Six has started, and there were like two bumper episodes. And we've, I mean, we've podcasted our little socks off, Tom. I didn't tell you this. I just saw it. There's Untucked for All Stars. A separate Untucked? Yeah, there's Untucked. So uh, we, we need to catch up on that as we well. Do Hopefully we haven't missed out too much, but there's an Untucked. That's weird because they usually integrate it into the kind of... No, they've had Untucked for All Stars. Haven't they? With the more recent format, I seem to think that they haven't because they integrate it into like the decision-making process and the interviews and lipsticks. You're, what else is there to see? I mean, they just need to... And, and the All-Stars, they really just need to talk about who's going home, why you're going home, yeah. and why I'm angry at you, and yeah. why I'm going against the grain. Well, there might be a bit mm. of drama in there to uh, to uncover or untuck, rather. We need to get back into the España mood, España atmosphere, Tom. Um, and we have enjoyed España so much much um so like i'm really keen to like continue and um enjoy the rest of this season for its own merits from what i remember look the last time that we spoke mm-hmm. about espana or the last episode was the snatch game it was and we um instead of going for our whole researching each character and seeing how well that they portray the characters mm-hmm. what we decided to do instead was let's see how well they can communicate and or act yeah you know how can how well can they portray a character and from that can we guess what this person was like uh-huh. and some people did it quite successfully yes. and some people didn't the person that stands out to me was killer queen yeah and in fact you know i posted about killer queen that week and i said in it you know that we went in there kind of blind not knowing who her character was and she confirmed essentially with a very sweet message at the bottom uh, you know we kind of got it right you know she was this kind of crazy conservative politician who's a bit of a sarah palin type of character color queen friend of the pod friend of the pod I mean, queen Tom, we from, love her from doctor to doctor i think Absol- there's a professional 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 relationship really going on is. there and a professional yeah. appreciation perhaps i'll see it at a conference in the future i mean I've, I've said it time and time again, Tom. Your Instagram is just blowing up. Oh, gosh. It's, it's just, just 20 strength, likes. Strength, strength. I mean, what viral? <laughs> How dare you? How She's going viral. How dare Woo! you condescend me? <laughs> Joking. So they had the Snatch game. We had, um, we said goodbye to. Um, Arancha Castilla La Mancha. Which was sad because. We had, we had a soft spot for Arancha, didn't we? She was fun, kooky, quirky. Um, I think probably where she suffered was her level of polish with her drag probably just wasn't up to where a lot of the other girls were. Having said that, really funny, 
uh, likable, talented queen. Charismatic. So yeah, definitely. Very charismatic. Mm. I'm sad to see her go because uh, she was very chill, mm. very easy to love because she was just so comfortable with who she was. Yeah. There was the security and that, and that confidence. It was really nice. I really enjoyed her. Uh, and like a lot of the girls on this season, like very likable without being like sickly sweet. Like she was happy to throw about a bit of fun shade. Mm. And th- this... This season frames shade in a really healthy way, I think. It's like, this is just how drag queens communicate with each other. This is how they have a laugh. Let's just enjoy it for what it is and not turn them into villains. I'm really liking that that uh, that format or yes. the way that they're, they're kind of playing with each, with each of the queens. It's mm-hmm. not to villainize. It's really, this is shade and shade is part of drag queen mm-hmm. culture and, and reading dialogue. From shade. Yeah. Mm. So I, I like it. That's it. Fantastic. Now let's have a quick little recap. I think we need to refresh our memory of who's doing well. So we've already said goodbye to Macarena, Drag Volcano, Inti and Arancha. So four girls have gone. Now the ones who we've got um, still in the game who have had a win are Hugathio, who has also been in the bottom two once. Um, Carmen, Sagittaria and Killer have all got one win each with no bottom two placements. Mm-hmm. Now, Poopy is our safe queen. There's a couple of weeks that Poopy could have won, but just missed out. So she's been kind of like high safe, although, you know, she could have been in the bottom two that first week, but she wasn't, remember. Uh, And Dovima is kind of lagging a little bit, having been in the bottom two twice and having no wins. So that's where we're up to with everyone. Who do you see as kind of like the front runners? Carmen. Carmen. I see Carmen as a front runner. I and also because I love her. Yeah, there's just something about Carmen's uh, steel tongue. Yeah, that is just very. It, it captures for me what the old school drag is, mm-hmm. and I am a fan of the old school drag. I'm Which, a I'm a fan of um the the earlier season queens. Yeah, as opposed to the queens the new queen to kind of tackle drag race as a game show mm-hmm. instead of someone who is a, a a student of the craft who is who is learning yeah. about more than just makeup who knows the history mm-hmm. who 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 has done the hosting yes. who was who was lived it paid their dues essentially yeah paid their dues lived that life that and there's i give those sort of queens i give much more respect than the queens who um who were, who were, they're not drag queens, they're RuPaul drag queens. They, they're, they're of that they're, generation. Yeah, they're, they're, they're queens who wanted to be it because of its popularity yeah. um, and the, the cool factor mm-hmm. and, you know, as opposed to uh, queens, for example, like Bianca or mm-hmm. queens like Willem or yes. queens like Chad Chanel or Chad Michaels, those queens who, to me... A real Man, Candy Davenport. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and Carmen captures that for me. So does Poopy, but yeah. I, I do like Carmen. Um, I, 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 yeah, I love everything about her and she's just really stunning. We've said before, yeah, she, Carmen puts quite a fresh twist on the drag aesthetic, whereas Poopy's got more of a traditional drag aesthetic. I think Poopy's due a win. 
I think absolutely she's kind of like absolutely. Coming up, but I think she'll have one quite soon. So she, just, you know what? She needs to have a win to justify her being here. Yes, or else it just becomes another popularity contest. Because there's not that many episodes left now. This is the top. Six. Or else, yeah, or else it becomes another Karen from Finance. How did she make it so far when she really isn't that best? Or for example, Priyanka, who made it far from her popularity in relationship with the judges. Mm. That's I will stand by that, and I will stand with you yeah i will stand with you and repel all intruders um i think sagittaria i see her in the top three yeah sagittaria is good she hasn't she hasn't sucked at anything she's yet. quite similar to aquaria her inspiration in a lot of ways she's that uh, pretty fashion queen who is also funny and can perform when needs be i think killer queen's another one who could make it in top three somehow i don't quite see hugathio there um i don't know what it is it's, it's like her her confidence in performance isn't quite there and might hold her back, even though she's a fantastic, like, visionary artist. I think she is... She's only good... And, no, not, I take that back. She's not only good. She's only confident mm-hmm. in one part yes. of what they require. I'm not going to say one part of drag, one part of what the show what requires the show to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that is the the visual element, mm-hmm. the, the fashion element. When she has to apply herself to other parts, mm-hmm. like the acting and the singing, it is like, it's, it's no. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, a, I agree. No, it's it's no. just a no. No. It, it really is. There, uh-huh. And it's awkward to watch. Yeah. And with, with Dovima, I've got a real soft spot for her. I think she's got a really hilarious dry wit and she kills the runway. But I, I don't think she's got the track record at this point to, to make it to the top three. Yeah. Or four. We don't know how they're going to do it, you know. Anywho, so moving look, on. When they came in, look, we'll see in the beginning, when they came in, they there was a bit of shade kind of thrown around. There and of course bit. there is. Of the, course, of the course there will queens. be. Yeah, there will be. Yeah. Well, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. And the conversation's based around the fact that they actually all thought Poopy should have won the Snatch Game Challenge and not Color Queen. Of course, the thing Dovina is, was the first one to bring it up. Yeah, the thing <laughs> is this. Yeah, but then it was concurred by it everyone. Was, it the was. thing is, people don't re... re- I don't know if they don't remember, they don't remember that um, it was also a ball. Yes. There was also a ball there. Yeah. And in all honesty, Poopy's um, level of polish when it comes to fashion, it's not up there with a lot of the other queens. It's, it isn't. I, I would agree with that. But I think what they lived for is, again, I think it's probably a very Spanish thing. There was a reference in the third look that they all lived for, the resort wear, that we didn't get. And also, they seem to really, really like her rendition of Karina. Um, yes. Who I believe was actually a Eurovision contestant when I looked her up afterwards. So we got that right as well, like a veteran of, of the stage and screen. I mean, we were just guessing our way through the last we're one, Tom. I think we're really good guessers. Psychic type Pokemon, basically. We're very good. So, yeah, I, I kind of anticipate. I was kind of hoping that Color Queen would have said something. They she, didn't show her. She's very non-confrontational, very nice Killer Queen. I think she struggles to assert herself a little bit. And I think sometimes her... I think her... Emotion in a situation like that is probably a bit more like upset and anxiety, as we've seen a little bit, rather than anger and confrontation. Maybe, maybe she will be stirred to stand up for herself, and I would like to see that. Yeah, she should have said something. That was a... Uh, but, meh. 
That's a, yeah. Now, their mini challenge is, Tom, they have, uh, we don't usually talk about the mini challenges unless I'm into it. And I'm into it. I'll tell you why. They, um, there's a barrel of grapes uh-huh. and they have to make wine. Yeah. You know, squeeze, you know, stand on it. I was very out. into this challenge. I have always wanted to do that. It looks like a lot of, of fun. It's one of the things on my bucket list that I really <laughs> want to do. I really want to do that. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, what did they, like, did they clean their feet? Oh, they put bin bags on their feet. It's fine. Apart from Hugathio, whose bin bag fell off. Oh, that's, yes, they had bin bags on it. <laughs> I've always, I've always wanted to do it. It's one of the things that I have to do. If I ever go to Spain, <laughs> and where else would I want to do it? If I ever go to Spain, I'm going to be doing it. But I hope they bottle that and sell it. We'd snap it up. I, I, yeah. Oh, mm. Oh, yes, I would. Would you? Oh, yes, I would. Would you, Tom? A nice Spanish Rioja. I'm sure it was. Mm. Winging its way to us sometime soon. Eh. The the thing, I actually thought maybe there was a bit of rigor Morris going on here, and I'll tell you why. Rigor Morris, girl. I'll tell you why, because the mini challenge was based on who can make the most wine, mm-hmm. juice, Grape juice um, in the set amount of time. And yeah. they're, they're in pairs. Now, uh, was Carmen was paired with Poopy, Poopy. Poisson. Yeah. And when Poopy Poisson just went to stand in it, quite a bit of juice came out. But they were making a joke about the fact that she might be the heaviest girl there, but weren't they? But when um, Color Queen and Hugasio were tramping and jumping and trying to trying to actually actively together put mm-hmm. pressure on her to make juice, it was coming out in really, really small little like so, so we juices. know. We know that, so I'm like, is, it, is there one clogged or something? I mean, I'm I'm not here to to really like. I'm I'm going to comment on people's bodies in a purely practical sense now, not nothing to do with body shame or anything. I think if we look at Carmen, Carmen looks like she's in decent shape and she really went for it. And Poopy's a little heavier. I think Kayla Queen's also a little heavier, and so that was an advantage. But Hugasio is tiny, tiny, and I don't think she was used to this kind of physical exertion. So I, I, either that or it was Rigor Morris. I think it was Because the two Morris. tiniest girls as well, Davima and Sagittaria, did not do very well and got out of breath quite quickly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what? It's, it's a word. Um, uh, what do they call them? They, they're... They're just kind of allergic to physical activity. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're slim, but they're unhealthy, yeah, isn't it? I, I think that's... But do you know what? I think a, a, a lot of drag queens, in order to maintain a certain look as a drag queen, kind of maintain quite a slim, but not necessarily gym-toned look. And I, I think probably, you know, the drag, queen's li- drag queen lifestyle probably isn't that conducive to healthy eating, going to the gym and stuff. But anyway, anyway, I'd like to hear more from the queens on that because it's their lived experience. <laughs> yeah. It's um, their bodies. It's their bodies. And uh, let's just make a whole podcast about it. Let's <laughs> yes. just focus around that, shall we? <laughs> um, but it was it was a fun mini challenge because they looked like they were having a lot of fun. It was very silly. It was very silly. Well, yeah, but I, I, I also have always wanted to do that. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. It just looks like a lot of fun. I bet you when I actually do do it, it's going to be like really boring. I'll be like, actually, can I, can you, can I just buy me a can wine? Can I just have a glass of wine? Yeah. yeah. Can I have <laughs> actually, a glass of wine while I'm doing this, actually, please? Yeah, I probably, yeah. Mm. The idea sounds really, really cool, but then I might get tired because it's not making enough. And then I have to <laughs> wait for it. I mean, I just can't. 
I just That's I'd good. rather I'd rather just jump down to the Tesco's, buy a nice bottle of Diablo. You know, just grape juice coming out as well. It's got to go ferment somewhere. See, there it is, Tom. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm not patient. I'm not. I'm not. So the maxi challenge this week is an acting challenge. I think this is the first acting challenge that they've had. First proper scripted acting challenge, yeah. Because we've seen like an improvised, yeah. semi-scripted like scenario, wasn't it? No, I think it was in all mo- improv. Mo- yeah, but at least they had a Serrano, you know, in Mockatrice, yeah. yeah. But this is the first acting challenge, and it's it's called Basic or Cynic. I think it's uh, based on a popular TV show. Physica Kimi- Kimisa? Why are you looking at me like I know? Because you know these things. Yeah, I yeah. used to watch it growing up all the time. You're a yeah. resident expert on Spanish culture. Um, clearly, it's a very recognisable and I suspect quite iconic soap opera in Spain. Everyone's very excited and they love the the kind of parody of Basica y Cinica. Tom, you're so cultured. Mm-hmm. You're so cultured. You're probably butchering their language right now. But hey, you know what? You're trying. We've got Spanish listeners switching off as, as yeah. we record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Report abuse. Report abuse. <laughs> so it's an acting challenge. And that's pretty much all that needs to be discussed. I don't need to know who the characters are because I'd rather watch and learn yeah. from them. And they didn't and go into massive depth, actually. They, they didn't. They described some archetypes. I mean, the then- high school is called Slut Drag High. <laughs> There's a principal, there's and then there's students, and then there's a ghost. The only ones that we clearly know who they are is Carmen is the ghost, Poopy is the principal. Everybody else, we heard some archetypes and names thrown about, but we didn't actually hear exactly what was what. Yeah, but I think we, if if they do it successfully, mm-hmm. we should know who each of the queens are. Yes, and that's a bas- bit like Snatch Game. That's basically it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Let's have a look. Now, this is one of the rare times where we're actually going to go into the runway before we get into the Maxi Challenge performance. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because we felt like it. We felt like it. Yeah. I mean... Sue me. We call the shots here, I'm afraid. So... You guys... You know, that's what you do. I am sick and tired of it. You guys are at our mercy, frankly. Uh, No, we're going to go through the... um, the looks first. Um, workroom, though. Yeah. Anything in the workroom. What we've seen so far was rehearsals, but we like to discuss the rehearsals together with the actual final yeah. product. There's no it point in repeating. Sense. Yeah, it yeah. does. And sometimes it's just a... Um, they just like stringing together a bunch of bloopers quite often, which wasn't necessarily the case Or they here, try but... to, like... Um, lead you astray yes what's th- what's the word what's the real misdirect. word for that misdirect, misdirect. They try to do a lot of misdirect yes. and i'm not here for it no i'm not here for it they're not magicians and we're not the audience so we <laughs> will not you. be misdirected so uh they did talk of, they did uh we were talking earlier how hey there's no drama there's no know, villain right? blah 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 we spoke and too then soon. we spoke too soon because this episode <laughs> there was a a little moment between not a, not a little moment actually it seems like a manifestation that's finally come to its um the, the brink of now they have to confront each other really yeah, we, kind of, we kind of saw being lines being drawn almost like two little factions we did see it was the, the vima it's the vima and Hugafio. with the anti-oakley brigade reuniting yeah. did you notice <laughs> so i uh how do i feel about it what do we think about it it's the vima let's look at the vina's kind of character journey progression yeah. how she came out she came and saying that she was this wicked dark, bitch. wicked bitch. Mm-hmm. And then she actually was more vulnerable than she realized. And also showed more kindness yes. as well. Um, after the first few episodes. Yeah. Uh, 
now it seems that she's back to being a bitch, but I don't. I only specifically towards Ugathio. What what I'm seeing is that their aesthetics don't gel. I think Dovima is quite an aesthetic person, and if you don't fit her idea of beauty, so basically if you're not Sagittarius or Carmen, then she kind of like has a bit of disdain for your art. She said herself, doesn't she? Doesn't really understand Ugathio's art or point of view. Whereas I think Carmen and Sagittarius are a little bit more. Actually, Sagittarius didn't get involved at all. She was just brushing her wig throughout. She was like. If they, if they were the mean girls, she was Karen, just brushing her hair or rubbing her bum. Um, and then, uh, so I think Ugathio feels a bit wounded by this because we know that Ugathio's self-esteem is a bit fragile. She hasn't got the greatest self-confidence. She has faith in her her art, but it seems like that faith is a bit shaken by this critique from Dovima, don't you think? But maybe as well, maybe Dovima feels threatened by Ugathio because the judges do love her aesthetic and Dovima doesn't really understand it. So that's manifesting as, as criticism. I don't think Ugathio is a um, starting to question her art mm-hmm. or her drag. I think she's protective and she stands by her art Mm -hmm. and she really doesn't understand why the Vima is choosing to try to come at her. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's not to your taste, then you don't need it. It's it's not, then it's not for you. Yeah. Why do you, I think she doesn't understand why she feels the need, why she's giving herself permission to speak openly about it and to attack her openly. Hmm. I think there's, yeah, she doesn't understand that part. Okay, yeah. I don't yeah. Th- I, I don't think she's um I don't think Ugasio is unsure about her dress. I think I, she- I think Ugasio is probably one of the most realized um um queens there when it comes to their aesthetic. Okay. I think <clears throat> she is a bit shook earth with regards to performance this week because that's not her strongest suit. Absolutely. And the oh, others, absolutely. That yeah, all of them were kind of coming for her a little bit. I don't understand why, because first of all, Davima came for Color Queen saying that Carmen should have won your challenge that you won. And now, now, um, Davima's saying to Hukasio, Carmen should have won the challenge that you won. Mm-hmm. Why is no one saying, What challenge have you won? That is the, the why is no one saying, uh, Why is no one saying, Oh, well, calling out the fact that she's been in the bottom twice? twice. Um, she's not won anything. Mm-hmm. That she's literally just by people. You have more ammo to be a bitch to her than for her to have any um, confidence of being a bitch to you. Yeah. I don't understand why no one is doing anything. Like you, she's got no leg to stand on. But she's, she's likeless. But work, work. If people are too <laughs> afraid to come for you, keep doing it. Get into their heads. Yeah, I will say as well. Just a reflection on on Killer Queen. Killer Queen is. Very like sweet, supportive, non-confrontational. When the the congenial, argu- yeah, I think when the argument starts to escalate a little bit at the the table, she's very quick to try and change the subject and to move them on to like so what, what you know like, let's think what's going to happen next this week kind of thing, and then you know she's she's a bit of a support system for Agathio as well um, and stays out of the bitchiness. I think she's a really sweet person. They went into the corners, wasn't it? And, and we we got a um a nice them versus them or mm-hmm. her squad versus her squad. Things, I, Poopy, I don't think is in a squad. I think Poopy is very much her own queen. She, oh, she knows she knows how all this operates. Oh my god, Poopy's been there, done there. Yeah. Um, I'm not here for her, especially with you. <laughs> yeah. You're not on my level, <laughs> You're not and I shan't. You shan't speak to me. <laughs> 
you may speak near me, but not to me. I'm a veteran of the industry. Yeah. And I shan't entertain for, all this. For the sake of the cameras and angles, I shall stay here. But mm-hmm. do not look me in the eyes. And do not talk directly to me. But I will be in the frame. And I if will you be in the shot. Me, it will be compliment, compliment, question. <laughs> and what the thing for me is that Carmen actually bought into the. Um, the drama, didn't mm-hmm. she? Carmen actually brought into the whole Augustio's not going to stay, Augustio's going home. But I think this is because Dovima appealed to Carmen's narcissism in this case. Well, there it is. Exactly. That's was, why. Because she was like, You should have won that first challenge, girl. You know, you had. I mean, you made a jacket, yeah. you made a wig, you made. You probably made your own makeup. I, th- I saw you making your own makeup, <laughs> I saw you didn't grind, you? Grinding up minerals and picking yeah. up in the corner. It was amazing. <laughs> you made your own makeup. How did you not win that challenge? And you, you scalped that woman over there to create a human hair yeah, wig. Exactly. Yeah. So I was. I think that's what it is because uh, the Vima's kissing her ass. Yeah. Really is. And so I, she's I actually, basically on her side. Good on you. Dovima sees Sagittaria and Carmen in her eyes as the most beautiful queens in the room. So she's drawn to them. Hmm. Yeah. Which I, is strange for me because let, let us not forget that Sagittaria and Dovima have issues. Think, they used to live together. Now they don't. I think they've just decided that, like, we're pretty girls. Let's just stick together. Well... You know, in situations like this, it's better to have someone that you know. Better the devil you know. Better the devil you know. And also, yeah, if you like, they're strangers and mm-hmm. we have some relationship, whether yeah. it be good or bad. Can we just put it aside here and just mm-hmm. like be there for one another? Yes. Isn't it that? Yes. Yeah. I, I think, think you're right. The, I think also, I think it looked like they patched things up quite quickly and were like, girl, we know each other. Let's just get on with it and be, be some form of ally. What was it over? A guy? It was alluded. To, do you remember this? Um, um, Supreme came out to someone and said, so what was it all about? And she was like, well, if, that, you, if you keep us, yeah, you, we all will be revealed. And I think they're just like keeping that, those cards close to their chest. I want to know what, I want to know what happened. I really do. Just out of curiosity. Did you know that, um, I don't know if it's true, Ahura and Taze don't live together anymore? Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's really hard I heard to... that we're going to be on that reality show, X on the Beach. Oh. Yeah. Which, um, um, actually, Adore has been on before. Huh. They've become, like, more inclusive with that show. Work. Work. Should we podcast that no. one? No. No. <laughs> Should it extend... To, no. We've actually got far too much Drag Race to podcast on at the moment without including X on the Tell beach. me about it. We thought we were having a break now. Yay, Drag Race down. <laughs> we got one Drag Race down. We can just focus on Espana. Now, then we had two episodes coming in. Anyway, not to complain. This is really, really good for we us. We like we're blessed and highly favoured. Blessed and highly favoured. Mm. Let's talk about the category this week on the runway is Spanish Art Eleganza Extravaganza. Very exciting and quite similar to a theme that was in Drag Race Holland. Which yes. they actually, they kind of messed, I don't know if it was just translation or what, but the title implied that it was like makeup look, but nearly every queen came referencing an artist. Hmm. Do you remember? Like, um, Lost in translation, maybe? Maybe, maybe. Or maybe it was just a blend of those two themes. Who knows? Davima. Let's talk about her look. So Davima's the first girl out, and I knew somebody was going to do this when I heard the theme. So... The creating a dress out of a frame and a canvas is something that Victor and Rolf did a few years ago. They created a whole, I think they called it wearable art. It was a whole runway around, like, they had these mounted 
pictures and frames that they kind of really cleverly dismantled and turned into dresses and put on the models. Mm. And so I think she's referencing that. And of course she is because she's a, a fashion referencing queen. I was trying to make out the the painting. I don't know exactly which one, but I just thought it looked very Dali-esque, Salvador Dali. Um, who's from Catalonia, of course, which is where Dovim is from. So I think this is a real toot. This is fantastic. Yeah. I think there are so many lovely references in here. Her mug is gorgeous. The hair is right. I think she looks stunning. Yeah. And that's um, really how I judge good. looks. Good. Either you look good or you look bad. <laughs> and she looks good. good. I didn't so, uh, quite cough like a man. So uh, that's a huge toot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Miss Poopy? So Poopy, I believe, is referencing a Velasquez. And she actually mentions it. There's this Velasquez painting of, I think they're like children dressed like adults. A manina. Yeah, which would be like a little girl of some sort, I think. Um, so, I mean, this is it's classic poopy because it's fun and camp and there's like a cheeky reveal, isn't there, when she reveals her knickers towards the end. Um, so I think, you know, she looks great. She's got these big panniers. Um, and I think I think it's just a very direct reference to the painting, but she's put her own poopy twist on it. Yeah. I've seen, I know exactly what she was going for with this look. Mm-hmm. And I think that she nailed it. Classic poopy, frankly. I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, it looks good. Mm-hmm. And it is classic poopy, so it's definitely too for me. It's very beige, and I love that. <laughs> beige. Colour, now, Colour Queen probably has my favourite look. This is a really clever take on it, because I think poopy, a uh, poopy, Killer goes beyond being inspired by a painting to being the painter as well. <clears throat> so she's got these, like, She's dressed kind of as Salvador Dali in a way with the the iconic moustache and all of that. But she's incorporated... Now, she mentioned two different paintings. I only really got the um, the Perseverance of Memory it's reference. The pr- and uh, The Burning Giraffe. I can't bring that one to mind, but um, Perseverance of Memory is probably one of his fam- most famous because it's the melting stopwatches yep. and all that. Mm-hmm. And so she's incorporated all that into this really clever bodysuit. And she's walking around almost like a kind of like reanimated mannequin, like she stepped out of a painting. She's really, really cool, really, really clever. I love this. I This is my favourite look. Like, if the Mad Hatter had a cousin, mm-hmm. uh, this is him. If the Mad Hatter had a cousin who was Salvador Dali. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this looks great. You don't even have to understand any of the references, mm-hmm. although we see them. It's just walking art clever use literally of, yeah clever use of primary colors as well it's all really striking color queen's great she's so good this is this is very good um definitely my favorite look and if she's good at the challenge she could have another win she could yeah. have another win yeah next up we have Ogathio. Sa- Ogathio next now i didn't know this reference but she mentions that it's a reference to a cervantes painting Again, classic Ugathio because it's colourful, it's surreal. Um, and again, I think a little bit of a Victor and Rolf nod because she's wearing the frame, much like um, Patty Pam Pam. Do you remember? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, really good. Just She just looks like a walking piece of art. Like I don't fully understand the reference, but um, she, she looks like she is a surreal painting come to life. I think that's the first time we've seen her wear one of the non-primary colours. I was about to say that, yeah. There's this lavender purplish thing going on, um, which is unusual for her because she's usually yellow. And the brown. Gent- yeah. And the brown. I wonder if she did that because that's what the painting called for. Uh, yeah, well, it would be... 
It's de- it's deliberate. It's not an accident. I'm surprised no one's gone for Picasso, but maybe he's too obvious a reference. I mean, a lot of them chose Dali. Yeah, and we've got our third Dali walking out now, and it's Sagittaria. So Sagittaria, um, she's got this beautiful flower crown, very Liz Taylor, actually, the flower crown, that is a direct reference to the quite literally named woman with flower for a head by Salvatore Dali. Um, She mentions that the dress is more of a reference to a Lady Gaga dress. Now, I couldn't bring that to mind. I, I don't know it, but it did remind me a bit of Violet Chachki at the Met Gala, wore this amazing Moschino dress with a big hand coming off the train. And it reminded me of that. Um, and I, I know Sagittarius knows her fashion rue girls. There was a bit of a, a one-two Sierra step there, but she uh, recovered very well. Is there a little You could tell that there was a, a bit of Lady Gaga reference because she put her paws up. Mm. I, I do want to say she looked gorgeous, but compared to everything else that's come on the stage yeah it just looked simple because everyone's coming out with art the standard is very high yeah. this week yeah These everyone's coming fantastic. out with art yeah. art before fashion uh, 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 uh. all yeah. right and, and she's art. coming looking fashion yeah and and it, it looks at a place in a runway uh, full of like Dali inspired and I mean mounted yeah. clocks. It's it's any, a bit basic. Any other runway, she'd be stunned. And Absolutely. Be up there. Also, like I do think a little bit of a go-to for Sagittarius. This isn't a criticism, more of an observation. Is you know thigh high slit, long chiffon, looking pretty kind of thing. She's done that a few weeks, and it's kind of in keeping with that. Now. Out comes Carmen, looking very pretty and deceptively simple at first, because she's in this Diorish silhouette with the Miro print on it. Um, with She's got a kind of like a bit of an 80s thing going on with her hair as well. And then you think, oh, okay, this is pretty but simple. And then she stands in the middle of the runway and activates some sort of device that Bimini Bomboulash could only oh wish for. Oh, my gosh. Um, and so all of a sudden, like, paint starts dripping out, and it's a bit David Hockney. It's a bit Alexander McQueen. Um, it's all so, so good and performative. And that's when she's like, okay, so she's up there with all the others, you know. It's, this is, I mean... Bimini wishes. She made a bit of a mess at the stage. Like, I hope she... Bimini wish. You know what? Just remembering Bimini's moment <laughs> makes me cringe. It's, a, it's one of the most awkward things they've ever walked that runway was that moment. And the way that she kept popping those balloons, hoping one of them would leave a splatter mark. Just one. <laughs> and so, instead, just some dry dust so came out. awkward. Poor oh, thing. Gosh. It's just... In her head, she's like, yeah, I've got this. Oh, you guys wait. You guys, you guys wait till I get there. I'm going to give you art. This I'm a fashion art. queen. I've art, got this. Art, 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 and and then she starts like, first of all, she starts trying to pop the balloons. Mm. I mean, that was the first no-no because she kept missing. <laughs> Imagine how many times she stabbed herself. Oh. And then she and then she finally got the balloons when she, you know, every, every five steps, she would get one. And it was just really awkward because nothing happened. And then you're just there thing. going, what? What is this? This is, this is. It's a nice corset, Bimini, and I like your hair. Yeah, I, 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 I liked the the bravery behind that. But do you think Carmen popped out with a little J cloth to clean up after herself after this? Tom, who was your favorite look? Um, probably a few favorites. I really liked Dovima's. Um, I really loved Killer Queens, and I loved the audacity of um Carmen's in the end. Um. 
The others are all fabulous, really high standard this week, but there are my three faves. Yeah, my three faves was the Vima, um, Color Queen, and Carmen's because I'm just a sucker for anything fancy like that. We're samesies this week. So, yeah. But it was a very bloody well good runway these girls are fantastic it was an amazing really amazing but runway you know, like and i think there's the 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 sexiest and the most beautiful i've seen the vima yeah, like yeah everything yeah. from the colors to the fabric to the painting frame to her it's just she looks correct Do you know what it is as well though she looks regal she looks imperious there it is like she looks really unapproachable you would you would not walk up to this lady yeah um, but, you know, I'm also left thinking, like, what would queens like um, Drag Volcano or Inti have done this week? You'll find out. Go on Instagram. They post yeah, it. Yeah, I can't wait to see, actually. Let's have a look at the Maxi performance. Okay, so, Basi uh, Cosinica. Si. 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 Um, como? Como. Uh, margarita? <laughs> uh, mosquito? Mosquito? Is it Spanish? <laughs> I don't know. Look, we've just seen the show and yeah. I just I just never wonder why they just can't get good writers. I guess with this, at least there was like this crazy energy in it and it was just it felt so nonsensical and all over the place. To us, it, it probably made more sense to a Spanish audience because I think it was referencing what it seems to be some sort of high school drama. Um that I, I just went with it. It just felt like zany, kind of yeah, like... Yeah, Tom, I went with it too. Like, I went with the flow. I'm cool. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm young, I'm hip, I'm here yeah. for it. I mean, I text LOL. Of course you do. So I, I know exactly um, how to get into that young frame of mind because I am young, Tom, <laughs> because I am young. Thank you. Of course you are. It's very like, I don't know, like Almodovar on steroids. It was just so... Or Almodovar on speed or something. It was it was absolutely insane. Yeah. I think if, I think probably a Spanish audience would agree. Well, let us know. Hit us up. Please, guys. So let's, I don't know, should we, let's, let's break let's down go, the queen. We'll go with Poopy Poisson. I, I mean, you can't say anything, but that lady's got commitment. I think she's... Commitment to the character. Every what, character that yeah. she's been given, that, that woman can commit. She can. To me, she stands out as the winner this week. Uh, yeah. She had the most lines. She had the most presence. She stuck with the character and had like the most control. Like even when things got silly, she was still like in character, in command. She played to camera. I was really tickled by her evil laugh. She really mm-hmm. committed to that. And like you could tell that she was having fun with this like evil character. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, she, she went there. She yeah. committed to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see her as safe or bottom. I think compared to the other queens, this was a performance that is hers. Yeah, she felt like an actress compared to the others who didn't feel as professional. 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 Yeah. Hmm. Let's let's move on to Carmen Farala. Carmen Farala was I don't understand. I mean, she was good too. Look, she committed to the nonsensical script. Look, yeah. look, first of all, let's just say that these queens were given a stupid script, <laughs> and they had to do. They had to make something out of it. They do you know did. what I mean? Yeah. They had to make something out of this very stupid script. Muy so, stupido. 
very. So when I, on paper, compared to how she actually did it, I think she she went for a lot of the gaggy moments with the banana. Literally. It was quite Literally cr- gaggy. Crude. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, she... She did a good. She did a. She did a good job. I think so. I think again, compared to some of the others, she was the one, one of the girls who kind of like, yeah, stuck with the character, didn't fall into silliness quite as much. Even though the the character called for this weird banana thing. Well, she did get into silly. She did get silly with the bananas and the thing that was holding holding her mouth open, and yeah. So she was, it yes, existed. Some sort of undead lady who really liked bananas. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of them around. <laughs> Can you, you do you realize what we're talking about right now? Zombies, ladies eating bananas with a gag. I mean, why not? Yeah, you know, this is it. This is liked, our podcast. If she liked bananas in life, she will like them in the afterlife. She did a safe job. Okay, look, I want to move on to some of the weak ones now. Okay. And Ogathiel just is not an actress. Ogathiel is just I not agree. someone who was confident acting. Ugathia was palpably nervous and did not play to the camera at all. I don't know if that was... She could. Have, she did say she wasn't given much direction. I think she could have been given a bit more direction there because she kept playing to Sagittario when she should have played to the camera. Again, this isn't a direct ref, uh, criti- criticism of, of Ugathia because, you know, has she ever acted in front of a camera before? Not necessarily. Um so, you know, she needed that information to work with. And I'm kind of wondering if she was even given it. Yeah. Do you know? Um, but she was, uh, yeah, probably not the strongest this week. She, for me, is definitely in the bottom. I would say so. Would there say was so. just no, and there was also no chemistry between her and Sagittarius. And they were kind of the couple mm. of the group and i don't think it was sagittarius fault that that chemistry wasn't um convincing it was the awkwardness yeah. of uh Ugathio as an actor not in character it was yeah. just it just didn't it just it just didn't sell unfortunately i got the feeling that sagittaria <clears throat> wasn't enjoying that interaction very much and I think that affected her performance. What What made you think that? I don't know. It's just like it was almost like she was recoiling a little bit at times when Ugathia was trying her best to go for it. It just felt like a Sagittarius was kind of like shying away from what she was trying to do a bit. Hmm. I don't. Think- I think Sagittarius was as a very good actress, actually, in a good actress in drag world. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, she. Yes. Um. She's a very good actress in the drag world. I think she did her part really well. Actually, yeah, over here, I I bought her character. I knew her character. Uh, the thing is, Augusto's character had to. I felt had to be a bit more, like you know, grunge. Mm. And I didn't get grunge. I got awkward geek with a lot of makeup trying to get with someone, and it was just yeah. I, I mean, just didn't buy it. She's clearly supposed to be the goth girl, mm. and I got the feeling that Ugathia didn't really know how to play goth. What about uh, Killer Queen? Killer Queen was memorable. Um, her energy was quite manic. I think she was probably doing what she felt the role asked of her and really doing her. But we know Killer Queen's a striver. She works hard in everything that she does. And that was p- clearly visible. She had some funny moments. The 
the feedback she got from the two Javiers was to try and scale it back a little bit. Um, and I'm not 100% sure she was able to do that. Okay. Um, but she was memorable and she was funny. Hmm. Scale it back. I mean, it's always... It's always good to be told to give less. Definitely. Then ask to be given more. Yeah. I felt like she was a very strong actress, mm. actually. I felt like Killer Queen was a very strong actress. She really convinced me that she was crazy. I think she convinced everyone she was crazy. She was method uh, acting in the workroom. <laughs> I, I, I think that she really committed to it. I... um. You know what? If I if I could have one more thing, mm-hmm. if I if, if I could ask something from Color Queen, it was to not play fully to that doll, but to open up a bit more so that it's the audience plus you and the doll, so that mm-hmm. we get to be, see the manic. Where I I felt like she was playing, uh, acting a lot inwards, um, and not acting to us. Yeah. Which okay. is, yeah, it just, it, it is scary. It's easier it's when you just have to give all your energy to something. So, you know, to something small that you can control. It's, it's, it's less scary. It's less intimidating. But when you have to open that and actually mm. act to an audience, that's when it's a bit harder. And I felt like because it was easier just to, to direct that energy, that manic energy to this mm. little thing and not have to share it or to perform it outwards, it was easier. Yeah. And I and I felt like she should have actually opened it up just a bit. But she was great. I felt like I th- I think she was great. I think she, I think this isn't the first time me that I think Killer Queen is a very good actress. I think Killer Queen is an excellent all rounder for Yeah. Star. She's a hard worker. She's a hard worker. She's, She's Jan tried. with control. She is Jan with control. That's who she is. That's it. Yeah. And the Vima. Now the Vima's character, I love the the whole look. Of Davima and her character, everything from the styling to the makeup to the way that her stomach yeah. was shown, <laughs> isn't it? Or yeah, I just, I just, I was sold on the look. There weren't many lines. I didn't really understand what Davima's character, what purpose they served for the scenes. I think she was like angry, surly girl with the detox jaw thing. Or was it was a gurning? Oh, do you think she was gurning? Do you think she'd had a bit too much? Too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff that shall remain nameless. Keep it PG, Tom. (laughs) Keep it PG on this podcast. (laughs) That joke was so I like the look. I like the look of her. And yeah, the the visual was Mm -hmm. was good for me. And her scene partner was Killer Queen. What did you think of their chemistry? I. I thought. I don't know. I don't think they needed chemistry. They weren't together. You know what you were saying about Killer Queen playing to her dog? Do you think that could have been a symptom of maybe a lack of chemistry with Dovima? Well, I don't know. I think... I, I, don't, I don't think that it's relevant. I, I, okay. don't, I don't think that them two had any particular line that were to each other too much. Okay, I'm sorry I spoke. Okay, I'm sorry. No, just just ask. <laughs> just ask better questions, Tom. Because you know, it's, it's you literally were like, "What about the Vima's chemistry with?" Um, well, you know, they the were seen partners. They were seen partners. You know. Um, so, based on what we've seen of what can only be described as a fairly manic five minutes, <laughs> it was. It was just. It was an. Ex- it was just. It was an experience. A, yeah, I was amused. We were there. We were there. We watched it, and I was amused. And we commented. We commented. 
Um, who I think it's clear who our front runners are. It was nonsensical, and I think that's what the purpose that's was. What the point of it was. We're not looking for you know. This isn't an Oscar performance. This isn't an Emmy. Definitely in a musical, even though they sung at the end, which <laughs> was for comedic effect. I'm assuming. I what what you have to do when when it comes to a RuPaul's Drag Race show. You just have to be comfortable being stupid. Yeah. Can we agree on that? And it's not just for Drag Race España. That's for every single channel. You have to be comfortable being silly and stupid mm-hmm. and not be afraid to take it there. Absolutely. And I guess that's how you have to judge these things. Not on based on how amazing of an actor that they are. It's how far do they take it comfortably? How much do they entertain? Because yes. we're not looking for Meryl Streep. No, okay. okay. Yeah. Well we're not we're not all jinx monsters. There are or other less. actresses. <laughs> <laughs> Name them Paolo. <laughs> so for me the tops this week, I'm gonna go through the tops this week was a Poopy Poison. I'm gonna say Sagittaria was strong in her scene work um, but I don't think she'll be up there. For, for me, I was more sold on the performance of Poopy, Color Queen, mm-hmm. and... Um... I think they're the two strongest. I think the other positions are relatively interchangeable. We know who we think is the weakest. Carmen had a bigger role, but I don't think it was a strong role for me. I don't yeah. think it, it went there. I know that the judges loved it. I, I didn't particularly. Um, what? So our bottom one definitely is Ugathio. Yeah. Um, who else would you put down there with her? Ugathio um, will be down there, and the other person for me would be... Let's have a see. I mean, you've already said that you like Sagittarius. Are we process of elimination? It won't be Carmen. It won't be Color. It won't be Sagittarius. It won't be Poopy. It'll be Dovima. It might be Dovima. Not that Dovima was terrible, but um, she she probably f- wasn't of the standard of some of the other girls. Um, do you think runway will come into it particularly? Because Dovima's runway was fantastic. But then Carmen's runway was fantastic. Sagittarius' runway was like slightly weaker than the others. Yeah. Even though she looked beautiful. I don't think it will affect it. I think Sagittarius did a solid job in the performance. All I can say really is I think the winner is going gonna, is gonna to be Killer or Poopy. I suspect it'll be Poopy because she's kind of due a win. Even mm-hmm. though Killer was really good in the challenge and had one of the strongest runways. Yeah. Um, I think the bo- definitely Hugathia will be in the bottom. And I think they'll put Dovima there because they'd be building a storyline of a rivalry yep. today. Oh, yes. Yeah. The only drama... Okay, we need to get rid of it. This is Drake <laughs> Espana. We can't have this drama we on there. Put them both from the bottom. Oh, One of them has to go. There's too much negativity. Let's have a look. So that's a bit of different, uh, mm. a different take on judging. That never happens. Uh, from the, from the, um, the judges uh, on the silver screen. The judges to... on the silver street screen compared to us, the real judges. Yeah. Obviously. Exactly. <laughs> they did wrong. Yeah. They were wrong this week, so we'll tell you what they did. What they they did. chose to... Uh, well, first of all, congratulations to the winner, Poopy Poison. Well-deserved. Like, yeah, the, deserved. You know, she's been vying for a win for a few weeks, and this was her week. Good job, Poopy. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other high top two, it seemed, was Sagittaria and the Vima. Yeah, they seem to... I mean, 
Davima's runway was fantastic. I think it was possibly my favourite this week. She looked stunning. She really did. Maybe that carried her through, and the judges seemed. To I like mean, when does that ever carry anyone through? But okay, cool. <laughs> when they want it. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which means that the bottom three was Carmen Farala, Hugasio, yeah. and Color Queen. Now, I I want to say with regard to Carmen, I do agree that Carmen. Well, should have either been low or low safe because I was trying to figure out whether or whether or not like just because she had a big up heart mm-hmm. doesn't mean that she did a good job. And I think I think when we were looking at it, and I think when I was trying to judge Carmen, I was like, yeah, I mean, she she did things, but like she had a bigger role, so she had more time to make a big impact, like Poopy, but she really didn't. Okay. I don't know, her, her role was a bit funny. It was kind of a bit backgroundy, a bit bitty. And then she didn't have any real interactions until right at the end, really. It was a bit of a funny one. Yeah, well, yeah, but still, it's it's a role that she didn't really smash. I think, now, the I'm thing a, that we really, really disagree with. I don't know how Colour... Well, because it was such a good production and mm-hmm. cast, Colour was in the bottom with Orgasio. Well, now we both agree that Orgasio should be there, but do we agree with Color Queen? Well, no, we put a top. It was, I mean, they pulled out the old, oh, you gave a bit too much kind of thing you need to edit. And a little bit of the, we don't quite know who you are on the runway critique. It's like, it's bullshit. Neither of those feel like very valid critiques. It was just, it, it just felt like they wanted to put her in the bottom. Yeah. To teach I, her a lesson for being good or something. I don't, I loved the runway. I loved it. I, her acting was good. You gave too much. She's a drag queen in a badly written skit. What yeah. you want? <laughs> giving something is yeah. enough, okay? Yeah. Giving something to that damn script you wrote. I mean, for God's sake. Yeah, I, I felt that there was a pathetic excuse to put Killer in the bottom. Killer didn't believe... Uh, I don't believe Killer should have been in the bottom. I don't agree with that at all. We also had the age-old, who should go home this week, Queens? So uh, most of the girls named Hugasio. All of the girls said Hugasio, except um, for Hugasio, who said Killer. And also Sagittaria actually had the goal to name two queens instead of Hugasio and Killer. But then she said it wrong. She might as well just said, send them all home. Well, why Why not? Isn't it the, for me, if you ever want to do a cop-out, the cop-out isn't not saying a name. The cop-out is saying, send them all home and hoping that they let you use that as an answer. They shouldn't let any girl get away with that anymore. They want good TV. I'm surprised no one said the Vima. Because the Vima's got no wins. And she's a, been in the bottom twice. T- I'll tell you what. It's There's an alliance here. Davima, Sagittaria and Carmen, regardless of what we heard a few weeks ago about the disbanding of the Antiocholi Brigade, is still in full force. And they're a little <laughs> alliance, definitely. No not- one ugly allowed. <laughs> they're not going to vote for each other. Killer just doesn't seem to have found her way into the in crowd. I think Killer relates a lot more to the quirky inverted commas, outsider girls. So she was friends with Arancha. I think she got on well with Ugathio. And then Poopy's no one's ally. Poopy's her own girl. Poopy's just like, she's the one who should have said send them all home because she truly has no loyalties. Well, because Poopy's going in there with an ego mm-hmm. because she's got the reputation. She has, and, and also the talents back it up. She's yeah. really good. I don't, I don't mean ego in a bad way. I mean, the girl is known. Yes. People know her name. Yes. So... Work. Let's talk about the lip sync. Now, the lip sync was between Orgasio and Killer Queen. Killer Queen's quite a passionate performer, mm-hmm. and it extends outside of the acting because in the acting, she really does commit. We saw that today where she went 120% mm-hmm. on a role where you're crazy. The thing is, 
to play a crazy person, you have to give more than a hundred percent. Yeah. You because anything less looks unsure and it looks like you're not committing. So when it comes to playing someone who's out of their mind, mental crazy, you have to play it more. You have to play it big. So that's and she can play things big. We've seen it time and time again. We've seen in previous weeks. She is a good actress. What it shows to me in her lip sync is that she's a comfortable, passionate performer. Yeah. She yeah. can perform. She feels at home on stage. Ugathio does not feel at home performing in this way. And there's quite a, a clear contrast. Like, Killer gave it lots of characterization, lots of little flourishes. There was lots of color in there. She was fun to look at. Ugathio bless her, she did her best, but she just paled in comparison to Killer Queen. And it felt like quite an easy decision. Mm. What do you yeah. think? I um I would have gone with Killer Queen. And that the right decision was made. The right decision was made. Congratulations Killer Queen for winning the lip sync for your life. I do want to say that this week was very hard to choose someone to be in the bottom with Ugasio. I think part of it, I'm gonna say, is us probably not understanding the reference material. I think there's a lot of subtleties and nuances that we missed out on. We could only go by what we saw and what we understood. And also I appreciate, I think the runway was easy to appreciate, but the the actual performance was more difficult for us. For you, Tom. Yeah, I know that you're a fan of Spanish telenovelas, especially high school dramas. That's just, well, that's I just know, a hobby of yours. Don't you know good and bad acting? It's, yes, but... No, Tom, you don't. Again, it's that about... That was rhetorical, Tom. <laughs> So yeah, thank you. But it's also about thank understanding you, Tom. what the girls are trying to. Thank portray. you. Don't don't ever try bring me down with you. If you if you feel that you don't know, then you say you don't know. But don't bring my name into it. Don't get my name out of your mouth. I got it. I get it. Thank you. You understood every reference, every nuance. I'm excited there. for next week because next week's a comedy roast it challenge. Is a roast. I and that's it's gonna be funny because there's gonna be subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll know if it's funny or not. <laughs> so yeah, we'll get. I'll get every nuance, everything. Okay. Of course you Tom, will. I will get it you're because I get it because I understand things. You're basically Spanish. So that's it. That's yeah. it for this week. Thank you very much. Actually, the next time we podcast will be from London or Oxford. We're going to be on the road, guys. We're, so Spinner the GNT podcast is going on a national tour <laughs> across the UK. So uh, the next podcast, which will be All Stars, we might be recording that in Oxford. We've not 100% decided where, but we'll be on our way yeah. to London. We're talking with management and clubs. We really, really are. <laughs> we're just trying to find a venue and an yeah. audience. Yeah. So you guys... That can hold. We're looking for a stadium that yeah. can hold all of our listeners. Guys, just, so... just lobby your local venues. Let them yeah. know. You know, I'm sure they'll be in touch with us soon. Um, it will be either Oxford or Birmingham. <laughs> One okay. two. And... Um, and then we'll be podcasting España from London. We will. So we're we're heading the roads. Thank you very much for joining us for another amazing podcast. Yes, indeed. Uh, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Leave a review. Uh, leave a review on yep. podchaser.com or on whatever platform you're listening to us on. That's us for now. We'll see you guys next time. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. See you later. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>